hey, do you play in a turkey bowl every single year? And you can never make any plays, can't get open, can't gain separation, have horrible footwork. Man, if that's the case, you need to come to Rich Camp. I'll show you how to get in and out of breaks. I'll show you how to get quicker feet. And I'll give you all the tools that you need to dominate at your next turkey bowl. Just ask one of my clients, Michael Berg. He ended up having seven tubs and ended up being Turkey Bowl 8's MVP. So if you want to be just like Michael Berg, come to Rich Camp. And we're back with the Underview Podcast. I'm one member of the Big Three, Brian Caceres, the Freddie Mercury of this podcast. As always, joined by, or joined to my left, by the second co-host of this podcast, Rich Boy in the Morning, Rich Caceres. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm super excited to get uh, started on today's podcast. It was a phenomenal movie, so I can't wait to get started. And I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. I know I did. Uh, Still got some leftovers, but uh, don't let those leftovers take you throughout the week. You go get the runs. And as always, sitting right in front of me, blocking the TV with this big dome, Ahmed Mohammed, who I just witnessed eat like six McDoubles, two McChickens, and uh, a Big Mac. How's your uh, stomach doing, bro? Damn, you know, I'm I'm super full because I get kind of nervous before the podcast, so I got to eat. But um, I'm doing pretty well. I'm excited to record this podcast. Yeah, and today we got a, a big treat for everyone out there. Uh, a really hyped up movie that just released on Thursday. We all saw Creed, Creed 2. So we're going to give you guys some good material. So I just wanted to, uh, before we got into this movie review, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, our A-list AMC club thing. It's like a VIP thing that you pay monthly. Man, it is great. I showed up to the theater like 10 minutes before the movie, probably even less. And, uh, you know, there's someone in my seat. I told them, hey, hit the road. You know what I mean? Because I got my seat reserved. The lady moved without even, you know, at asking any questions i took my seat put the heater on on the recliner and uh man enjoyed the film yeah just piggybacking off what young rich said i agree the amc stub hubs things or whatever it's called is freaking a good idea and the, the 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 recliner seats of the district are top notch like yesterday i went to watch i went to an unnamed movie theater and watched a movie that i cannot say and i was sitting in the regular seats from you know 2005 and they were super uncomfortable. I I ended up falling asleep, but not because I was t- uh, not because the movie was boring, but because I was just super tired and it was a late movie. But yeah, recliner chairs are how are are the are the future. What do you think, these? Yeah, I went to a movie theater in Irvine near Woodbridge. Um, I thought it was terrible because they didn't have any assigned seats. You have to show up like thirty minutes early to get the seats, you know, and like camp there basically, like it's Black Friday or something. But um. Yeah, like, no crying seats. It feels weird. So, A-list is super dope. You can, like, get your seat in the morning before you watch the movie. And you can uh, get those nice reclined seats. And they're pretty dope. So, before we start our review of this movie and start giving out our opinions, I just want to give a couple facts of the movie. So, this movie, uh, the genre is, is drama slash sport. It's, uh, it was released on November 21st, the day, of, the day before Thanksgiving. It has a 130-minute running time. It's dire- directed by Stephen Capel Jr., produced and distributed by MGM Pictures. The budget was 50 million and I think it, it has made over 55 million this opening weekend reportedly. The cast is uh the, the main actor is Michael B Jordan. Sylvester Stallone also appears in the film. Tessa Thompson, Felicia Rashad, Dolph Lundgren, and Florian Mitenu, and Russell Hornsby and Wood Harris. So as you guys can tell by the names there's a star-studded cast. So um, yeah, who do you think uh, had the best uh, 
the best role in this film, Ahmed? Or maybe pre- perform the best role, I guess, is what I, my question. Well, I mean, Michael B. Jordan's character, but the one I liked the most was um, the Russian, Victor. Victor uh, Drago's son. Uh, he was super dope. Um, his dynamic with his mother and his father getting trained in the mornings was so dope. Uh, he wasn't just a normal, you know, villain or a normal, you know, enemy or even an opponent. He had like a, a story behind his life and it was meaningful. So I, I really liked his character. Yeah, and I actually like that Diesel brought that up. That's a great point. That was something that I think Creed did very well. They painted uh, Victor Drago's, you know, background, and it made you like actually feel for him when whether he was winning, losing. Like I wouldn't even be surprised if there's some people out there that wanted, uh, you know, Drago to win that last fight. You know what I mean? Because you they paint such a good picture at the end that it's like, man, this guy's working his butt off. His country's really dependent on him, and I mean, with his whole family dynamic that we'll talk about. A little bit later like man you kind of want him to win it you know what i mean so it's it was pretty sick man i'm really glad that they did that yeah so this is the second movie that michael b jordan is involved in where the the bad guy in the movie has like a really i don't know like he has uh, support i guess you know what i'm saying like if we go back to black panther michael b jordan played the bad guy and a lot of people felt for his character and kind of were um were in his corner i guess and this is the second movie obviously he's not the bad guy and you guys already said Victor Drago did have a lot of support because of the way he was brought up and the stuff that we were shown that his country and his family kind of disowned him. So everyone's kind of ruined for him to uh, to win, I guess, so he can get back in the picture. And uh, something that I I wanted to say that it, I like that about movies now that they're they give a little personality to the bad guys. So it kind of makes them like they're not all necessarily bad. They may be bad, but they're bad because of their circumstances, I guess. Because if we go back to Rocky Four, where Ivan Drago, Dur Drago's father, is the bad guy, he um, he's just really a bad guy. Like there's no story to him or anything. There's no, I guess, split down the middle. So he's just he's just bad no matter what. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he has no redeeming qualities. So it's kind of cool that they made his son the opposite. Yeah, they actually even gave him some kind of um, life in this movie too, because they talked about how he lost everything with his wife, and his son was the only way he can get some kind of respect back into the country. So um, yeah, they they made him uh, like a three sixty kind of thing. So going into this uh, next point, I just wanted to bring up uh, which uh, which scene did you guys enjoy the most from the film? Before I say which scene I enjoyed the most, I just want to say Victor Drago was insanely jacked. And uh, in, in the training scenes, you just see how, how jacked he is. I guess that would be my favorite part. The the training scenes going into the into the second fight. So where Michael B. Jordan is training, uh, Adonis Creed is training in the desert. And he's just, man, getting it in. He's just passing out on the, on the street. And he's just tearing it up. And uh, he's getting super big and super strong. And putting his body through crazy pain just so he can withstand Drago. I thought that was the best, like the best scene. And Drago as well. It shows him training, and he's a machine. He's just uh, he's born in hate, like they said in the movie. So he's just a crazy animal. So that was probably my favorite part of the scene or of the movie. And it was super crazy when uh, so they fight twice. Uh, for anybody who hasn't seen it, we got some spoilers in this movie, but um, 
so they do fight twice and from the first to the second fight it's crazy you see michael b jordan literally get bigger for the second fight like he his shoulders are bigger he's more defined like he literally went through and trained like that you know what i mean and he really put his body to the test and got bigger so that was super sick to see and uh man i think i'm gonna have to do some bo uh, boxing classes or something that got me hyped up yeah i think i think the first part of the movie is probably shot the same time as the first movie and they came back and recorded the second part after because that size difference, I don't know if it was CGI or something, or it was just a pump, but that fool was so much bigger. So, yeah, uh, my favorite scene in the movie was the desert scene where he was training. Uh, I was about to start doing push-ups in the movie theater because I was hyped. Um, some of the drills they were doing were pretty dope. Um, and another one of my favorite move, uh, parts of the movie was um, something that was super simple was when uh, Victor Drago's dad just wakes him up by a punch. That was hilarious, and uh, it was super cool. And uh, talking about this movie a little more in depth too, man, uh, I haven't cried in a movie in a little bit, and I got teary-eyed in a couple scenes, man. It hit me right in the chest. There was a few scenes where I was like, man, I, uh, as an athlete, you know, I felt like he's just, I've been in some of those situations. I don't have a kid, you know, not yet, but that scene when he has his baby on the ring and he's just socking the bag and he's just all emotional. Uh, another crazy scene was when he like was, uh, what was it? He was going through his rehab and he like sinks to the bottom of the water, just screams. Uh, I felt like, you know, he didn't want to show any weakness to anybody in his family, but he was so like hurt and he was just beaten down. Like, just think of that beating that Drago gave him. Like, that had to kill him mentally. You know what I mean? Like, he had to be so doubtful within his like own abilities and like just questioning everything. Like, as a fighter, as a man, like, that must have hurt. So, that scene when he sunk to the bottom just let out a scream man that shit got me emotional because i was like man like i've been in a, some low points too and he must have been just feeling it man you know what i mean so that was super sick like to see him bounce back and go through those low times and bounce back at the end so that was sick yeah that, that was a really intense scene i just want to talk about a, a scene that i found unrealistic was um the scene where i think they bring their newborn daughter home and uh, Tessa Thompson, his wife Bianca, or yeah, his uh, his uh, fiance Bianca says she needs time to go to the studio and make a song or two. So she leaves him in charge with the with the baby. And the, as soon as she leaves, the baby just cries for countless hours. And I thought it, it was unrealistic because throughout this whole like whatever couple minute montage, Michael B. Jordan, Adonis Creed didn't think uh, it was smart to offer the baby a bottle. Like when the baby's that small, all you gotta do is feed them. Like they don't really cry for that long unless they're, unless they're a crazy baby or unless they're hungry. So he should have at least offered the baby a bottle on camera, you know. But I guess maybe it was uh, the beating that Drago gave to him where he's where he wasn't able to think clearly. On another point, um, he took her to the boxing, uh, uh, training facility. Started boxing and he started hitting the bags and started touching her. I'm like, this is a newborn baby. You can give all those kind of germs to this yeah. baby. Yeah, like especially like you know, there's probably fighters in there that I don't know. There's uh, they're, they're uh, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? They're dirty. They're just kind of dirty, I guess. Their hygiene might not be up to par for to to be holding a baby, you know. Yeah, he was tripping, but uh, yeah, Brian knows a lot because you know he's a he's a new dad. I understand. I understand what uh, what he's going through. But uh, going back to what Rich said about Michael B. Jordan, uh, Donis Creed, you said something about how he was so emotional. But I, I, I kind of, I don't know, throughout the movie, I was thinking like, man, this dude's kind of a dick, right? Like he's just, he's a dick to Rocky. 
he's kind of a dick to his wife and I, I, I was just wondering like man we were talking about how um, uh, Drago was a was a, a sympathetic character like Adonis Creed didn't really feel like a sympathetic character so that's why it's kind of easier to root for Drago because I don't know he was just he was just not being very nice to everyone throughout the movie so I was wondering like do you think that was just angry or you think he like maybe his character is suffering through like some type of CTE concussions type, type stuff he is a boxer because I mean he just he just blows up out of nowhere like, he just gets angry you know what I mean? Like he just comes home, stomps and everywhere, and I'm like, man, that, he didn't act like that in the first movie before he was taking all this punishment. So maybe in the second movie, he's had like six fights, is what it says off camera. So maybe he's, I don't know, he's just taking punishment. He's just being being a dick, I guess. I think it was because cause the first fight when he fought the guy that you know took his car, he was chill at that point in the movie. But when the the challenge by Victor and his dad, I think made him more like crazy because Victor's dad, what was his name again? Ivan Drago, uh, he killed his father. So I think that was the part, part that made him go crazy. And he lost badly in the first fight. So He didn't lose. Disqualified. Uh, disqualified. But uh, to go back to something that Rocky said that I thought was exactly what uh, why he lost that fight. He wasn't fighting his fight. He wasn't going in there doing his technique, doing you know everything they trained. It was all emotion. He was angry. He was just, uh, you know... Just feeling it, uh, thinking about his dad, uh, you know, thinking, man, this guy's dad killed my dad. So it was just straight emotion. You know, there was no technique, no focus, no no nothing, just straight emotion. That's why he got his ass kicked, you know, because straight toe-to-toe emotion. So who hits harder? Man, that Victor guy's going to beat him up, you know what I mean? So I think that's why he got beat up so bad in that first one. There was no emotion. And then leading into the last scene where they do fight, not the last scene, but the last fight, uh... Rocky says to him, like, uh, why are you fighting, right? Earlier in the movie, he says, uh, what's your why? why? What makes you want to take this fight the first time? And then uh, w- before he enters the ring for the second match, he tells him again. He said, hey, like, remember why you're here. Remember why you're fighting. And he t- actually takes a second, um, Adonis does, and thinks about, like, why he's there. You know what I mean? Then he steps up and then gets into the ring. So it's a totally different mindset. And the mindset is what, you know, made the difference in the fight, in my opinion. Yeah, I would say also his adjustment, right? Because I think after the first fight, Rocky tells him, like, hey, when you fight a guy this big, this raw, and this athletic, this much stronger than you, you have to adjust uh, your style. You can't just come in the same way you've uh, fought the last seven fights or something like that. So he had to change his style. That's why he goes to the desert and trains like a maniac, which was pretty cool. But, yeah, so uh, do you guys want to rate this movie real quick? Uh, before we do that, I- I'm looking up something where Victor Drago's height and weight uh, they oh, said yeah. he's 6'4", 225. He doesn't which, look 225 in the he, movie. He was he way like more. Like almost three bills. Yeah, he looks way bigger in the movie. But they said he had to train. I guess when he was training, he had to go down to 195. So it makes me feel so fat. Jeez, I'm 225. Give this movie a rating, D's. Uh, because I heard that stat right now, I'll give it a 9.4. I liked it because... Um, it showed both parts of uh, the story, you know, like the main actor and, and Michael B. Jordan, uh, Victor being a good guy that, you know, just was raised by a father that was embarrassed that he lost his wife and, and lost the big match. Um, yeah, uh, 9.4, I guess. Um, I think overall, I'll give this movie, uh, I think I'm going to bump it up to a 9. I was talking to Brian off. Uh, off air and I was saying 8.7 8.8 but I think I'm gonna bump it up to a 9 I really enjoyed this movie um, I think 
it made, you know, it had its emotional points, it had its, uh, you know, parts where I got pumped up watching the fights, the training parts were super sick, uh, man, it was a super dope movie, I love Rocky too, like, the funny stuff he says when he starts, (laughs) that stuff is so funny when he starts, like, jabbering and saying nonsense, it's so funny, but nine overall for me. Yeah, this movie was really good, man. I'll give it like a probably a 8.7. Uh, it wasn't as good as the first one, but it was still damn good, man. And it had a lot of hype coming into it. Like this is the movie I wanted to watch of all of, like the most out of all out of all the movies 2018 whatever. So, I was excited. I had to check my heart rate during the last fight cuz I was I felt myself getting a little hot. And uh, I did check in my heartbeat was going a little too fast, so I had to calm myself down. It was a good movie. Uh, I love the story. I love how they dropped in, like, I don't know what they call them now, little Easter eggs from past Rocky movies uh, within this movie. Like, I don't know if you guys remember, but in, I think in Rocky Five, Rocky's has a little ball, and he uses it in, at, at the end of this movie, too, when he's playing with this little kid. And then there was a couple of, of, of other stuff as well. Yeah, this movie had a lot of action. It was intense, and it had a lot of emotion, so that's why I, I give it, like, an 8.7. It was good. And with that, we're going to wrap up the Unreview podcast. I just want to say thank you to everyone who's listening. I hope you guys enjoyed the the podcast, and um, we'll be back next week with another movie review. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Peace.